1: This episode of Rooster Radio is brought to you by Pennix Contractors. You know, one of the things I hear more than anything else is how awesome it looks in here. People are always complimenting the the room that we have. And if I'm being honest, it wouldn't look that way at all if it weren't for the guys at Pennix Contractors. Specifically, Eli. Eli and I worked together, they worked with me to make sure that we were able to shape this place the way that we wanted it to look, and um, they made it all possible. For over 85 years, Pennix has been providing construction management services in Gasson County. They've helped build this county and shape the way that it looks. They offer construction management services, they do estimation and bidding, and you know they can even put you in touch with the right architect for your specific job. So if you're in the market for some construction services, give Penix a shot, man. You can find them at Uh Tell them that the rooster sent you. I mean, they made my dream come true. They, they helped shape this place, and they can help make your dream come true as well. at sports for what it is, man. Sports is, is the evolution mm-hmm. of what, you know, in ancient times was gladiators. The
2: gladiators, yeah.
1: You know, for, you know, for fun, people would go to these huge coliseums mm-hmm. and watch dudes beat the shit out of each other and kill each other. Right. And I've here, been to
3: the coliseum before, Matt That place is unreal.
1: You know, and nowadays, you know, it's just not legal to just kill, kill people like that, <clears throat> at least not in America. And this is, you know, this, you know football in my opinion, is kind of like it's the ultimate team sport, in my opinion. You know, basketball, you know, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, those three guys are proof that one guy can yeah. make that much of a difference to turn a team into a championship-winning team. Right. You know, baseball, you know, baseball's is a bit of a team sport, but it's not nearly as exciting or, you know, enthralling as football is. It's not as physical. Uh, someone's going to hate on me for saying that but it's just not. But football, you know, you've got 11 guys on your side, and if every single one of those guys aren't in complete unison, in complete harmony with their movements and and the decisions that they're making, then the play falls apart. Mm. Like it just the simplest play, like a draw, a halfback draw running play. If one guy on the line missteps, you know, half a step, that play's done. You got to alter what doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and these guys, especially today's game, it's played so fast and it's so these plays are so sophisticated. Crazy. You know, these yeah. guys aren't dummies. No, hell
4: no, I mean,
3: they're not you dummies. You know, 300 three hundred pound men crashing into each other at twenty two miles an hour. Yeah, and <laughs> that's, know? I mean, that's a lot. It, it is. You
1: know what I'm saying? And so, to me, football is it's the only sport left that I watch anymore. Like I, I gave up on basketball a long time ago. I like
3: I college football. Uh, college football still fun. Yeah, I, yeah. I I'll watch it. I don't watch NFL. A lot
1: more mistakes it. are made yeah. in college football than there are
3: in the NFL. I mean, it's it's all the money starting to matter in all of them, but it's still there's still a little bit of team, you know, sports in college
1: football. Well, you know, m- money can poison the well, so mm-hmm. to speak. But you know, I, I think I think for people like me, the hope is that with allowing college players to monetize, maybe some of these guys will stick around. For a four-year education, and still yeah. have something to take away at the at the end of the day, you know that was the exciting part about college basketball when I was growing up. You know, you remember Raycom Sports and all the mm-hmm. ACC games. You know, I, I was a kid in the '80s, so you know, I'd, you know, Saturday mornings, you know, instead of cartoons, we would watch ACC basketball, and you, you got to know these guys over the course of yeah. three, four I years, and cartoons. you know. <laughs> I, was, I
3: was at NC State <laughs> when they won the national championship in '83. Wow, that was a that great was team. That was a big deal. Yeah, yeah that was Yeah, huge. Jim Valvano was oh, a yeah. hell of a coach, man. He was great, man. He was
1: the best, dude. It, one of the things that, that was great, what made him a great coach was that, that dude could take a group of guys that were average at best and make them think, mm-hmm. feel, and play on just a completely different yeah. level than anyone else could. Like, he had those guys believing that they were the they best.
3: Could, they could win, yeah. Yeah,
1: and that, and that goes to show, like, that's a real thing, you know, you know, having the belief that you can do something, even if you weren't physically capable at the time, a guy like Valvano could take a just an ordinary guy and make him an extraordinary basketball it was player. was
3: something
1: else. And with that, I'm, we'll. Uh, <laughs>
4: I'm, not, I'm, I'm President Jim Valvano. That's right.
1: I mean, he just compares you to Jimmy. V. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a big that's a big. Compliment. There's supposed
3: to be another movie coming out that Ray Romano is playing Jimmy Valvano. Have you heard about it?
1: No, but that sounds very interesting. Yeah,
3: I've not heard much about heard about a couple months ago, but I definitely want to see that.
1: I've never seen Ray Romano get that excited about anything. So that'll be fun. Yeah, to Yeah, I know
3: that will be different. <laughs> yeah, but he looks a little he's bit the, like he's, him, though. I he's can not see him being a where he'd be bad dramatic part. actor,
1: actually. Nah, I've only ever seen his comedy stuff. I don't think I've ever seen him in a drama. Yeah, he's,
4: he's been in, in some dramatic roles. It's, he's in, I mean, he's not terrible. I mean,
1: he's, well, he's certainly a talented individual. Oh, for sure. I like his comedy, for sure. What was
3: the one with Burt Reynolds where they were like, oh don't it about this meat? They were this, like meat salesmen or something. like that. I can't remember. It was good. <laughs> that was a while back. Yeah, about 15, 17 yeah, years ago.
4: Or Burt Reynolds.
1: Well, fellas, thank you for coming in today. In case you, uh, for those of you watching, we're talking to Chris Free and Medicine Crow today. These guys have a show coming up at the Rooster on Saturday, the 18th of February. So, you know, it'd be a great, you know, post-Valentine's date night. Um, these guys are super talented. They've, they've been on the stage for us before, but not here. And they've also been on the podcast once before. We've played some of their songs. So th- these are close friends of the show. So uh, for those that haven't seen you yet, we're going to go through and we're going to introduce yourselves and tell our audience who you are and what you do in the band.
0: Chris Free, I uh, sing, play percussion, play Native American flute.
4: Um,
0: Pedro Fraginals, I um, sing backup, I
4: play acoustic guitar, and
3: that's about it. Brinkley Isaacs, uh, mostly electric guitar, every once in a while acoustic.
2: Eric Kimberl, drums, background vocals.
1: And we're missing one, you want to, who are we missing? Yeah, today? I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> we're missing Mike, Mike Clapper plays bass.
1: Yeah, he's very talented as well. Extremely, yes yeah, sir. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we miss you Mike, wish you were here. Yeah, Mike. Well, I miss you, I don't know if these guys do. <laughs>
3: no, we do.
1: So since we last spoke, um, talk for a little bit about what's been going on in the world of Medicine Crow. You know, you're one of the few bands that still have the same lineup. Uh, from the last time that we've talked. More or less, yeah. yeah. So you guys have been playing together for a long time. Um, and We talked before about how talented you guys are, and we talked about the infusion of the Native American, you know, influence on the music. So has there been any new music written since we last talked? Can we expect to see some new songs, or have you changed anything up? Yes, since we
0: last talked, there's been some new music written. Uh, there's been a couple songs Brady brought in, we we started to do it at the end of last year. We're going to continue to do it this year. Um, a couple of those. We're always working on on stuff here and there when we can, and uh, working up some new covers too, every once in a while. As much as I love hate relationship with covers, but just what it yes.
1: I don't know if you guys are watching the show, but we had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we had this conversation with *Roman <laughs> Candles about the cover yeah. things. Uh, you should never feel guilty about covering songs, man. Yeah, you're, guns, you're paying homage. Gunslinger does. That- Guns,
3: Pedro wrote it, right? Yeah, we go. From yeah, it's it uh, a real kind of a straight-ahead rock song. Uh, and then we got uh, the other one. That's um, what's the one that I Your came song, up. Wasted time. Yeah, wasted time. Yeah. He wrote it. It's based on actually, I wrote the music to it. Chris yeah, came up with some yeah. lyrics, but it was based on with uh, uh, so much wasted time was David Cassidy's last words before he died. Really? And uh, yeah, I think he was referring. I think his daughter was with him. Yeah,
4: in the hospital.
3: Yeah. Well, anyway, but I just thought that I watched a documentary about his life, and uh, that was just kind of hit me hard when I saw that part of it. And uh, I just thought that would be really cool for just that phrase in there. So Do you feel that way time. sometimes? What?
1: Do you feel that way at times?
3: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I, you know, I think that we just um, sometimes we just go through life with our priorities just all messed up, you know, and you look back, it's like, man, I spent way too much time worrying about this and that or whatever, you know.
1: So it's more about the, the things you were focused on more so than actions.
3: Well, the phrase is kind of, I mean, that to me is kind of sums it up, what you said. I know the lyrics that Chris wrote are, it's more of a lovey-dovey kind of thing, I guess you could say. Than, Chris is a
1: lover. Yeah. We know this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I put, I put more of a spin on it that, that was more broad than that sticking to the story of, of uh, Cassidy, Cassidy. Uh, basically. Uh, it could be about somebody lost, uh, yeah. a family member died. It could be about somebody you love lost. It yeah. could be about any of that kind of thing, and uh, that's sort of the spin I put on it.
1: Because everybody probably thinks they've yeah,
0: wasted or done the wrong thing at some
1: point in I definitely feel that way personally, but it's for me it's more about actions and behaviors you know as a young adult you know being not focused on the right things it wasn't i mean I, i'll freely admit it, it wasn't until i became a father that i started taking anything seriously i took nothing mm-hmm. seriously oh. and then i got to be a dad and i was like oh shit like maybe i need to tighten right. this up you know and, i got a then, person
2: who depends on me for something exactly
1: yeah so. yeah, yeah Be. You know, this is one thing i don't understand how you know, it's I don't know, It just so happens we've been having. I had a conversation earlier with someone about you know deadbeat dads and deadbeat parents and you know, even a, a, a lady that that my that we know up just within the recent weeks just up and left her kids with you know her, their stepdad. Jesus. You know just took off to be with an ex in another state. And I was like, how do you do that? Like, oh, wow. How how do you live with that level of guilt? You know when you got a kid. So you know I don't know when when you. When you started talking about you know, waste of time, it started making me think about like you know when you get older, toward the end of your life, you know like what are the things that are going to matter to mm-hmm. you? That's you know, right. Look back. it's interesting. I don't know. Are you guys all parents as well?
3: I'm not. Uh, Chris, else is, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, Chris, Chris, and and I both I had, had, had a pretty home. rough year last year with loss. Uh, Chris lost his mother earlier in the year and I lost my mother back in December sorry to hear that so there's a lot of you know we've got a lot of stuff that's going on as far as
1: has that inspired any writing
3: it makes me think about certain phrases a lot I'm sure it does Chris you know like just little things that mother used to say you know sometimes I'll think about it. I mean like you know that'd be pretty good in a song you know
1: how old were you guys when you finally accepted that your parents were right about everything (laughs) (laughs) Huh. For me, it was 30s. It was, I was in my 30s. I, I would probably say the
3: same thing, early 30s, yeah. probably.
0: I don't know if my parents were right about it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the truth. I mean, I'm not right about everything. I don't think they were right about everything you write down to. But...
1: Well, it's it's funny. We have a poster behind the bar, and it's it's a funny thing that came with this. You know, I, We have Cards Against Humanity, and every year we get these expansion packs, and they mm-hmm. always slide these little posters in. And there's one poster, and it's got like this horrified looking font and it says you will become your parents <laughs> and when I opened it I was like oh shit that's funny so I hung it up in the back of the bar <laughs> yeah I <laughs>
0: definitely agree with that's that. no diss
1: on my parents it's just you know. well no we evolved we learned <laughs> you know but for the most part your parents were always right for the most part
4: I think I think when you get older you you, you start weighing the consequences of potential actions um, over the possible gains, right? So, like, my mother's always been very cautious, like, in terms of, you know, certain things and how to do, you know, um, and the older I get, I think I've become more like her, like, really, like, weighing the, all the permutate, possible permutation Now she, I think she does take it to a little bit of an extreme, but, sure you, like, know, know. you
0: know, right. right,
4: but, you know, <laughs> like, I, I, I find myself doing that, like, analyzing a situation, like, saying, all right, so if this, you know, I'm gonna, this, these things may happen. Um, but, and I think I've gotten that from her and it's, I think it's, you know, it comes with a certain degree of wisdom. Now, you know, taken to the other extreme, of course, you, you know, it could paralyze you and not, you not do anything.
1: it's a good policy to try to think things through like that. I mean, even, you know, obviously all the large decisions, uh, but even bigger decisions, you know, it's, it's, it's a good policy to think things all the way through, you know, try to you know, try to think on the chess level mm-hmm. more than a checkers level, you know, to, to quote the old adage, you know, I, I know that even like making a decision to do this, you know, having to suffer through COVID to get there yeah. gave me all that extra time to think all the way through and all these little scenarios that could possibly happen.
0: Right.
1: And, you know, it's, it, you know, like you, wisdom,
0: it's. So in hindsight, because we've talked through this, we've met yeah. up, yeah. do you think that was a blessing now sort of?
1: It was kinda of, I mean it's 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 double edged, man. It was a blessing in the sense that it gave me the extra time to think and it mm-hmm. also gave me the extra time to promote. Right. But the backside of that and I really don't wanna make this about this, but it ended up costing me a fuckload more money to get this done. And, you know, as such the debt is much higher than it would have been. So, you know, I guess if you're thinking long term, which I always have and, you know, there really is no end game, the the end game, so to speak, is more goals, you know, more things we can do with the platform that we have. Right. Um, it did help in that sense, kind of you know, garner up some support and generate some interest in what we were doing. Will that translate to, you know, success? Well, that's yet to be seen. It seems like there's
4: going to be a, like a renaissance in this area, or in this like it kind of happened. Mm-hmm. In a certain hmm In Shelby, yeah. where yeah. things started, you know, popping up and start gets, you know, things started getting renovated and more traffic was starting to go into mm-hmm. different venues. Um, and, well, plus, I mean, you have this building, and also, I mean, I think that I think that's probably, like, an incredibly wise action that he took on your yeah. part. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, we've he's, talked a little he's, bit. He's, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you know, at, the, at the end of the day, what's the worst that could happen? Bankruptcy? Sure. I've been poor before. Well, like, I, 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 I guess I, nothing new. Yeah,
0: and I knew talking to you, you were going to do it. Yeah. You were <laughs> going to do it. Right. you
1: are gonna accomplish this goal. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's something I try to instill. You know, we, we were talking earlier about you know, you know being a parent and setting setting an example for, for yep. my children. It's like you know, you know, I, one of the things I think about most, and one of the things that kind of fuels and drives the you know the fire that I've got to, to keep this going, mm-hmm. is proving to my daughter that you can do whatever the hell you want to do. You just have to be willing to sacrifice and work and put in the hard work and grind out for it. You know, it's it's yeah. no different than you guys writing music. You know, you you've you've made a commitment not only to yourselves but to each other, to to do this thing with with Madison Crow and and to keep it moving and to keep writing new stuff. And I'm sure at times it gets really hard to find motivation. You know, especially when yeah, you've got families. Yeah. Motivation,
0: but well, yeah, when you've trying got... to trip it back over and get in that mode again. Well, yeah. so it's like he gets in, into his head a lot more than than and he doesn't get in his head at all. <laughs> not, a, not about this because
4: <laughs> I think it's a... I don't know if we use it as different types of yeah. Like, yeah. like I need to, like I'll you know regardless I'm going to be doing this anyway so yes. like I need it I use it as a a mechanism to to avoid insanity I, yeah, and
0: and then I do too, to a point but to yeah, a point I, need you go- have, I need goals yeah, yeah you have something I else some
2: goals. but it seems like every single time that we have a goal and we're like hey let's focus all of our attention so here did. that's when everybody gets sick oh, or you know deaths in the family oh. it's like all these little things right, seem to happen yeah. to, to trip we've you we've snag- been a lot and we're, and we're, we have been yeah, yeah. we're
0: still going to do this but our, our plan is to do a uh a uh, video concert basically with sure. all the new songs <laughs> with all the new songs that we uh Could we've be. written but not been on anything yeah. And I've been playing it for, what, a year? We've been playing it for a year and a yeah, half, we we at... And we had a, some months, I was just not gonna book anything, we were gonna do it, and yeah, if it wasn't, it, everything happens for a reason, but it just, it didn't happen, so.
2: Now anything that could happen, happened.
3: Yeah. Well, now that I've got the new deck built, we can move all the furniture out of the big room and go out on the deck with yeah, it. Yeah, he wants if to do it. we got He's
2: got with. a cool,
0: all wood, high ceiling room, it's gonna sound good in there and everything, and uh, that, that was, that's the plan, still is. I haven't
3: given up on it. No, I'm not either. No,
0: no, we're not giving up on it. It's going to happen. Eric, Eric's having his doubts. At Eric's point. We just going to we had that long sitback. What what what, you're,
1: what what you guys are describing is the resistance, right? Is mm-hmm. the any any time you've got a goal in life, any time that you're trying to accomplish something, no, whether it's simple or big, there will always be resistance and. And what separates, you know, sorry for putting it so blind, but what separates winners from losers is how you deal with that resistance. You know, losers see resistance as an excuse to not go through with something that's difficult. Winners see resistance as an opportunity to learn more and and it adds fuel to the fire to 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 make that win or success that much sweeter. Right. You know, and and that's the, one of the things I love most about doing what we're doing now is, yeah. is I'm, I'm purposely surrounding myself with people that understand those concepts and push forward. That's why I love having you guys back on the show after I think it was. Uh, it's been two, a while. Two, yeah, it's been two years it was, at least. Yeah, about two years. Yeah, I think so. and, and you guys are all still together and you're still doing your thing. And even with the loss you've experienced and everybody's life and kids and everything that's happening mm-hmm. now, two of you are in another band together. You know, you guys have kept pushing and kept doing your thing, and I, I, I not only respect that, I just I love that that about you guys and and a lot of the other bands that we talked to. And, and uh, well, Sandy Carter
0: was saying the other day. I don't know if you knew, Sandy does a big sound small town podcast, and he's in the Cleveco and in our area.
1: Don't know him, but it sounds like I should. Yes. yes he Definitely.
0: Was, he was talking about how most bands don't have been together as long as we have.
3: Yeah. That's about the truth. I
0: never, you know, didn't really think about it. It's did. like, what
4: have been in a. What is it? A six-way marriage?
1: Well, how many people do we have in this space?
0: Depends on when. But, when? But yeah. <laughs> and the player one point was six. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, marriage is a good word for it because it is like a marriage. You know, like, like I've, I've said, I've, I've said this before on the show, is you know, you you have to commit to it the same way that you commit to a marriage. You know, mentally, you know, and and emotionally on on some level, you know, and when you when when you can put five six guys together and or girls. And you all have that desire and, and commitment. That's, that's a beautiful thing, man. I love it. You know, yeah.
2: Sometimes bands need marriage counselors. <laughs> sure.
1: I don't yeah. doubt that. Oh, no.
2: Eric, hold me. <laughs> <laughs> <All
1: right>, Nothing, <enough laughs> of, the, of the gushy stuff. Let's, uh, let's talk about the show that you guys have coming up, man, here. Now, this is going to be your first show of 2023, correct?
3: Mm-hmm. I think so. Yes. yes. Yep. yes.
1: Yep. So that's exciting mm-hmm. for us, obviously um have you have you kind of catered a set for 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 this place uh you know what we'll- i did and then I, I checked and after going through it last week we I, I changed my mind on it <laughs> a little bit uh i was going
0: i was going to do original music and then a, a, a bunch of covers just to try to please everybody to a point because as Pedro says covers are crack. so uh but then true. i sort of changed my mind thinking about your venue and talking with them and i think we're going to do more originals than, than covers now, so...
3: Yeah, and Chris, tell about... This um, is the
0: venue to do it at. Yeah, here, for sure. Because, what it's what you want. It's what, want you, well, it's what you sort of built this for. Yeah, exactly. Don't you mind covers? Don't you mind cover bands, tribute bands,
1: whatever? Oh, we had Ben Gatlin here that's last night. He right. rocked this place right. out, dude. So, I mean, yeah, shout out to Ben amazing. Gatlin. He, that that guy's crazy. Amazing. So many people <laughs> came to the bar I was like, this guy's amazing. I'm like, yes, I know. That's why he's here. <laughs>
3: Chris, uh one of the song we forgot to talk about earlier was uh you know we got we do our own version of a lot of cover tunes and one of them that we're doing now is the beatles song uh was it dear prudence yeah. yeah talk about that a little bit go
0: ahead
3: well it's basically it's kind of a metal version of uh the old beatles song dear prudence It's in the same key uh a lot heavier as far as the um the progressions go and uh, you know a lot more distorted guitar and then it kind of resolves with this. Uh, I don't know. I would maybe say like a Ozzy Osbourne kind of uh, dark and heavy. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay, and it's, that's uh, exciting. It's detuned. So, the, in other words, uh, instead of the low E string being a low E, it's a low D. Right. So, but anyway, <laughs> it's it's pretty interesting though. He was, he was talking about Sandy Carlton. That's what kind of maybe you know just chime in. But uh, Sandy just. We did it uh, dragon fly. I guess it was what about three months ago. We yeah. played there. On yeah, time the time we play. went over really good. Cool. And, uh,
0: yeah, it's first time we played it. it, it, it it's just a rocking instrumental tacked onto the end. Yeah. And I do my best to bounce something over top. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: yeah, it, it's kind of we we <coughs> about 20 years ago. I had this song. It was called uh, Catacombs. It was a real dark song about uh, a pawn shop industry where these people were coming in and pawning everything they had and just down and out. But the progression that it ends with is basically that main progression that was, I guess you would say, the verse and the course of that song. And it kind of tells out it with that. Hurt. Yeah. yeah. It
4: is as soon as I, I mean, once you played it, like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, there's something, you know, like, you, like, sometimes when you hear something and you go, okay, there's something there, like, right away. And as soon as I heard Brinkley's
3: riff, I was like, all right. This is it. <laughs> no, yeah, Pedro, we just jumped on it. Yeah,
1: you guys are going to have to... It's going to have to be your closer.
3: Yeah, we jumped in and on it. I it's, mean, it's pretty interesting, though.
1: Well, with you guys having this extra time to write, and, and you, you've mentioned a couple of new songs you've written, are you... Are you at the place yet where you're starting to think about new album or EP, anything well, like that? Well that's what the
0: video project is for. It's for all the songs that have not been recorded in any way, shape, or form. And,
1: okay. you know,
0: you can't, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not saying I won't do some vinyl with it after we get it done, possibly, but, you know, gigging is how you get paid, and, mm-hmm. el- you know, albums, LPs, uh, vinyls, hey, is what people are buying. That's what people now. are
1: buying now, yeah.
4: So, it's almost a more like a marketing tool. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. more a marketing tool. It is.
0: Uh,
1: be, be the coolest and put them on 8-tracks and sell them at
2: your shows. <laughs> <Is that going laughs> to, Yeah, they're going to sell them the market. It's next, I'm sure. <laughs> that's that's
1: um, going to be the next thing, I guess.
0: <laughs> and the video part of it was to just give us something else to market with because we don't have much well, material if you see, us live, shot live. Uh, and I've been using the same one for three years.
1: Well, if you guys, <laughs> you know, look. You know, I'll put it out there. If you can find a videographer to come next Saturday, we can get them set up somewhere, get a good angle on a couple of different angles on the stage, uh-huh. and you can shoot all of it. And you know that you can use that for so many things. You can make music videos, you know, for the songs. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use it for promo. I'm happy You know, I'll it, put the word out then. So yeah, if you know it. any videographers that you know are willing to do it, you know, we've we've had uh, a lot of photographers come in to shows and ask to come to shows. And in particular, I want to shout out Michael Carter. Uh, cross Beans to Crossroads um, he, He's he been coming Him and his wife have hall passes So they come to a lot of shows I'm sorry, his him and his old lady um, I don't think they're married yet <laughs> Sorry Tanya um, But they come to a lot of our shows And he brings his equipment And he's been photoing all of our shows and taking video and putting it out there on social media and and it's great you know and then we certain uh bands will bring different photographers right. with them i mm-hmm. mean hell there was a show here a couple weeks ago we had three photographers in the building shooting oh, the show and and you know for me it's like this is great you know they all ask permission you know they all ask permission to come and and we're like sure yeah come on and because again i think we've talked about this in the past how this is a platform for more than just musicians right. it's all artists and uh you know that goes for video as well even our intern ron's come in and shot some footage yeah you know, for for a couple of our shows and and i think it's wonderful because the more people that you have doing that the more content that we can put out there it kind of elevates the scene as a whole yes you know and, and that's the goal here yeah all right. i think i can make that happen all right we get a videographer in here we're going to shoot we're going to make a music video There we go and our, our Our stage will be the backdrop for this video and good for us. Symbiotic
2: uh,
4: relationship Mm -hmm. there, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's the plan for all the new materials,
0: to get it in some kind of form such as that. Uh, More in a uh, Daryl's house-ish kind of thing. More of an in the round kind of recording kind of thing is what we're thinking
2: well and more live like that is makes it more organic and that's kind of where you know we exist 90 percent of the time anyway so we're not separately laying out tracks in a studio you know all of our stuff at every gig that we play is all live so why not make our recordings that live and organic also
1: Yeah. Are you, still, are you guys still getting together at Eric's to, mm-hmm. to, to practice and everything? Eric's really yeah. Because yeah, that's where we recorded the last episode yep. that we did with you, and we were able to do some live songs. But this time you got to come to the show. you got to pay to see them this time. Wow. <laughs> Unless you just give me this long list of 50 people you just want to invite for free. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Get on out and come to
0: the show. <laughs> for sure.
1: And that's what we're here promoting. It's, uh, this, it'll be this Saturday, the 18th of February. We've got Chris Free and Medicine Crow will be performing. Now, opening will be Echo 13. And uh, you specifically asked for these guys to open. Now, have you guys built a relationship? I with me, though. I, no, absolutely. They're the perfect band to open. You said for. that's the great effort. Yeah, I sure did. And uh, shout out to Norris and Brian. Uh, they're a great duo. Uh, one plays acoustic guitar, the other does percussions. They also play uh, covers and originals, and they're a fantastic, phenomenal band. They've also played for us before at the little theater show. Right. Yes, um, and so it will be a great lead-in to what you guys do. You know, it's, it's almost like a kind of more of a dress-down version of what you guys do, just different people doing it. So it's right. it's, it's going to be a really really good show. Yeah, Brian has set in with us on
2: Many several occasions, yeah. and he might be probably, probably set in with us again. I was actually in a band with Brian and Norris, and uh, we combined. Um, their Echo, thir- or, yeah, Echo 13 with um, former members from the Fat Sparrows that I had okay. played with, and we called it the 13 Sparrows. And so it was a couple of guys from the Fat Sparrows and Norris. And Brian's a really Brian. good
1: hype, hype guy, too. Yeah, he's yeah. really. Well, I'm already picturing you getting the Brian and Norris out on the stage for one of your songs, just having like okay. this big, long jam session in between songs or something. I could see that happening. I, I oh, could yeah. totally see that and do that. So we might have sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm just shooting oh, all oh, kinds oh, of oh. shit into the wind right yeah. now. <laughs> well, we'll see what sticks. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yes, that's one of the things about the creative mind. Sometimes you don't know when to reel it in. Sometimes <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. go all, all tangents and you're like, wait, what were we talking about? No, right. Brian has yeah. yeah. sat in
2: with us on a couple of shows. brian the scallop up on mm-hmm. stage and, and played with us and everything. So Yeah, and if really I
1: didn't say it, they're also very, very talented musicians as well. Not too bad, I like the I, what, you know what I like about Echo 13 is the songs that they choose to cover. You know, like that's always interesting to me. Like what bands choose to cover when they do covers, and and they they're like like a like a legit fifty-fifty mix of original and cover. Right. And they always like I'm always really really excited and, and pleased with the things that they choose to do that are that's not their own. That's. That's one thing that they have going for them, I guess. I don't know if our
0: cover choices are as, are, as, are, as, are as good, but I try to my best to goof them up in some way you know, before we get through them. Yeah. Well, I think it just happens like maybe it's just like
4: general incompetence. Yeah. It like, be we, that. you know, it's like, how do you play the song? And we just. Well, Brinkley and Eric it's, know how to play them. <laughs> well, you know, the thing
3: about it is, though, you got to look at it. Our cover set stuff is anywhere from Van Halen to the Pretenders to Duran Duran. So, you know, that's pretty versatile right there, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah it's a wide the range. Beans.
1: I mean, I, th- I mean, it's 2023. There's so much out there. Yeah. And we're all drawing inspiration from all of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. – you know, like, like, like I said earlier, it's it's always interesting to me what what people choose to, to pay homage to and, and why they choose it. You know, it's just same thing. Like, like you said, you watched a documentary and was inspired mm-hmm. to write a song. You know, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it was,
0: in a movie. That was a movie. It was a movie. Dream I've done that too. Uh, I've was. Watched something and it's inspired. I'm real visual anyway, musically. I see whatever the word is for. It. Seeing the music in a visual way. Yeah. Synesthesia, <laughs> I think. Whatever. Yeah, whatever
1: that word is. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with my me internally, but like I get inspired by, by you know, movies and, and T V shows and stuff and you know, we you know, I'm not looking for sympathy here. We recently lost one of our pets and you yeah. know, it was sad, it was hard, you know, and you know, I, I try to be stoic for my family, you know, like mm-hmm. they don't really ever see me cry. But then like literally two weeks later, I'm watching some dumb movie and mm-hmm. I get all, you know, I, you. Know, <laughs> they use music to fuck with you, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, they'll get, man, they'll get a scene going with some really emotional shit happening and they start bringing in that symphony music to make it all sad. Yeah. And I'm over here like, <sighs> you know, like that. Yeah. And then later my wife's like, you'll cry at that, but you wouldn't cry when booze died. I was like, and hold it back. <laughs> it's like uh, trying to be strong for you, baby. Right, trying to be man. strong.
2: That's the magic of sound design. Yeah,
3: yeah it is. <laughs> you I see, Brinkley you can...
2: said he wasn't a parent, but Brinkley's a parent of uh, pets. So yes, yeah. he's a pet.
3: Parent. I've actually adopted two cats from Eric and Celeste, and I guess about a year and four months ago. But uh, and I, you just talking about losing your pet. I buried both of my dogs last year, and that was tough. I know where it's, you're coming it's from. It's hard. Yeah, it they, hard. they're
1: part of the family. We yeah. had Booze for ten years.
3: Yeah, Samantha, the mother dog, she was a full-blooded wine runner, she was 13 and a half, and then I buried her puppy that was a half-black lab, half-wine back in November. Prostate cancer of all things, but anyway.
1: Well, the good news is we just, we, you know, it took us a couple of months, but we, uh, I don't want to say replace, we have a new member of the family, and he's yet to be named. Um, my wife's always wanted a black cat, and uh, there's a... I'll, hell, I'll use this to plug. Cool Beans Cafe in downtown Gastonia has uh, they're, they're, They partner with a cat rescue. But they also serve, you know, coffee, frappuccinos, you know, all that stuff, macchiatos. They, so it's a coffee shop, but they're also kind of like you can come in and play with the cats, and Ooh. and you know, these cats come from all over the the region. And, uh, it, well, I was going to say I've got sixteen strays
2: at <laughs> <in> my house. <laughs> it, it, been, sell coffee out there. Sell, sell coffee lot. at your
1: house, and this is how you get rid of them. But no, they they had posted a picture on Instagram of one of the, their cats and. The cat that they posted looked eerily similar to the Taboo's who we lost. Um, mm. And I was like, babe, look, like Booz is reincarnated. And so we went up there to look at, you know, just to check him out. You It know, wasn't committal yet, but I wanted to go see him. So we paid to, to go see him, her, rather. And she was real skittish, wouldn't really let us touch her or nothing, kept hiding under the couch. But then this black cat came and jumped on my lap mm. and just Oh, boy. parked. Wow. And I'm sitting there, you know, petting him and we had our, we had our son with him and you, you, you guys met my son, my son's in a wheelchair and, uh, and I, I kind of picked him up and moved him over to see how he would interact with my kid and he did the same exact thing, he just parked right there on, on my, wow. on my boy's lap yeah. and I, was, I looked at my wife and I was like, this is it. So we went through the whole process, and we brought him home yesterday. So. Good for you. Sweet. Awesome. And so we'll have a name for him soon. My daughter's thinking either Monkey or Draco. So. All right. Yeah, cool. I like Monkey.
0: Speakeasy cat adoption.
2: So yeah, speak there you go. Speakeasy cat. cat adoption. That's what I need <laughs> to start man. my house because our practice room has the full bar in it yeah. and everything. So may as well door. open a
1: speakeasy. <laughs> nice. Nice little underground spot out in Cleveland County. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Set you up a smoker outside for busy weekends, <laughs> make it happen. Yeah, there you go. Next thing you know, Eric's quitting his job. He's, he's dying his hair wild colors. Yeah, like, yeah, he's well, out of control.
4: That's when we need. Another licensed liquor <laughs> house, uh, <right? laughs>
2: Nobody said we were not going to get the license. You want to get you want to
1: get some clout in the scene. Sure. That's the way to do it. Right. <laughs> um, before we before we wrap up. Um, I'll, if you guys are okay with it, I want to take a moment and let Chris plug the the Poster Girl Diaries and, and the and the because I, I want to talk for a minute about how that started. And for those who don't know, this band has been promoting a lot of their shows with these Poster Girl flyers, and I think it's a great idea what what you guys have done. You know, each each show has has the same Poster Girl posing with different clothes and a different pose, different settings. And that has rolled itself into a, a podcast. And I just thought I'd give you okay. a minute to, to talk about that.
0: Uh, well, let's uh, – again, again, We, talking, we again, should I'm have talk, brought i want to talk about Sandy. Sandy a while back. Sandy interviewed us. And I forgot. And who is Sandy? For Sandy Carlton. Big sound, small town. Plug for Sandy. Um, he interviewed us, too, like you did over at Eric's. And uh, – We were talking and I said, you should do a, he and I were talking about doing, you should do it like a, talk to bandwives, do a podcast with bandwives. or a show with bandwives. So that laid there for a long time. And then uh, after seeing our ugly mugs for, or pictures of crows or whatever the heck I would even, I'd come up with, uh, I thought there's gotta be some better way to get attention to the post. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, my wife likes taking photos. Eric kind of got her hooked on, did a photo shoot with her. we can't afford him, he's too good. So uh, I started doing it okay, trying to get better at it, but, uh, and started using her image.
1: As your, and she, she was became, your
0: model. Yep, and became the poster girl for Medicine Crow. And after that, uh, we started talking about band lives again, because she just broadened the whole brand, I guess. And uh, she started that she's probably about six or seven in, and got another, Seven or eight in the can, I guess you'd say, uh, to do that. So it's Bandwives and Beyond it's a podcast. You can find it on Anchor and YouTube and Apple and Spotify and postergirldiaries.com
1: yeah and it's a it's a really cool idea and and i will say she she actually reached out to my wife and and i, I encouraged Chris. i was like go ahead and she just does not want to be in front of a camera or in front of a microphone well, it's and, just a mic it's, yeah. it's, it's not live
0: so
1: yeah I, I, she still she, she doesn't want to do it i encouraged her too i was like you should you should do it go ahead and even though i'm not in a band like i, I get the concept well, be a, beyond part yeah that would be the beyond part but um but yeah, I, I just, Christy's just not interested. And, you know, that's, I, right. I respect that. So right. I'm not going to, she, she's you know, run into anger. that a
0: little more than she thought. But I, I mean, I'm not, the, I don't love doing these kind of things myself. <laughs> but uh, some people are just not into it. But there's plenty that are. So it, it's working out.
1: Yeah. And it's an interesting, you know, it's, it's, look, it's a different perspective. You know, to like you know, my job here what I'm doing here is trying to you know deepen that connection between the audience, the, the audience with, with the artists that we talk to and then you know a lot of times we don't even talk about the our other halves and the other people in our lives that are involved in right. the things that we're doing so it's just another perspective uh, on the scene you know for, right. so for right. my from my perspective I love the idea I love that she's doing it because it's it's interesting to me. You know, so I hope that, that she's able to keep that going. She, she's, she's enjoying it, and as far as I know, we're going to keep it going as long, long as we can. Awesome. Well, again, that is uh, Bandwise and Beyond, and uh, Diaries.com is where you find that. And before we get out of here, let's go ahead and plug you guys, tell everyone where to find you, and if you've got any more shows coming up, tell them where, where they can come see you, uh, if they can't make it Saturday.
0: chrisfree.com, uh, Facebook, under Medicine Crow, Instagram, under Medicine Crow. No, it's uh,
4: on Facebook. It's Chris Free and Medicine
0: It's Co. Chris Free and yeah, Medicine right. I think. Um There's some YouTube stuff, there, and I'm sure there's some other stuff out there, but that's the main three that we use. Yeah. Um, we're not
4: very good at that. Yeah, partially part of the reason, you know, we, <laughs> you know, we subcontracted the, the, the marketing or whatever. Like, uh, I mean, we're just not really
1: well you're artists you're busy creating art yeah
4: yeah but it's the business businesses the uh, business
1: side he and i really are just
3: not
4: right not yeah but it's it. i'm really and if you think about it, it is it it is what it, i heard somebody say that it is show business and if you you know the business has more letters than show you know if you <laughs> if you disregard the business aspect mm-hmm. you, there's no gonna be there's not gonna be any show right so
0: which one um, do y'all want to take over the business aspect <laughs>
3: Exactly. Okay. They did construction.
0: I'll do
1: what I here. can. Well, I mean, I've, I've personally, I've had at least 3 20 something twenty-something-year-old people uh, come in here and ask about managing our social media for five hundred dollars a month. And it's yes. like, for what?
0: Well, the. Yeah, then it becomes a cost thing if yeah. you even find somebody that's good at it. Yeah, it
4: I'm just thing. No, they would have to be very good at it. Like, no, they would have to much, be extremely good at it.
1: For, for that, f- I mean, no offense. Like, I'm sure that, that these people are great at what they do. Mm-hmm. And if you're, you know, selling burgers or selling some sort of product where you're making money hand over fish and you can afford that, exactly. good for you. Yeah. I'm happy for you. But for what I do, for what you guys do... We're that's independent just independent promoters yeah. yeah that's just insane amount of money to, to budget for, for for posting on social media right and what i have learned having to do all this kind of on my own you know, promote us and the shows and all that it is work like it's a lot of work and right. you know you end up learning this new skill that you didn't care to have Still don't care to have it, but <laughs> it's, it's it's part of this business. Like if yeah. you know, if if I if I want to keep doing this, I have to buy into social media, and it's, it's it's what they call a necessary evil.
0: And I know Pedro in one way, or at least us two, I know, and probably all two too. I mean, we're gonna do this in some form or another, undoubtedly. Make music, do yeah. something like yeah.
1: that. So it's just um, it's, it's it's the way to stay relevant now. So chrisfurry.com. Chris Free and Medicine Crow on Facebook and just Medicine Crow on Instagram. Is that right? Is that how it works?
4: Uh, not you sure can, about that either. Yeah, no, I think they the page, links on, Facebook links on the and
0: website. There's links on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook and Instagram are tied other. together,
4: so it's probably Chris Free and Medicine Crow.
0: Eric's looking it up. Look. <laughs>
3: A What's our next gig coming up? I know we got next Dragonfly the twenty fourth of March, right?
0: We have. Uh, we're playing. Uh, St. Patrick's Party at Mulligan's.
3: That's right, yeah.
0: On the 17th, Dragonfly on the 24th. 24th, yeah. Both in March. Uh, I can't remember. I, if I, I'm surprised I remember two of Well, if
1: they want more information, they can go to your social media. There you go. And maybe they'll see a post. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You can find us at theroostergastonia.com. Um, just real quick, a couple of upcoming shows we have. Uh, obviously, we've got these guys on the 18th, which is just Saturday. Um, coming coming up on the 24th uh, of February, we have an EP release party for Dove Cage. Their EP, Envy, drops on uh, Valentine's Day, which I think is when this show will premiere. So today, mm-hmm. you can find our new EP, and they'll be here celebrating that uh, album release party on the 24th um we have i I alluded to on the last episode a big announcement which we've already made on social media but in case you haven't heard on april the 7th which is also a friday we have a burlesque show coming to the roosters so that's going to be a lot of fun and then you can go to the events tab on our website and check out all of our ticketed events don't forget we still do open mic every wednesday singer-songwriter open mic starts at seven And then uh, we have various things going on on Thursdays. Uh, Speaking of Thursday, the 23rd of February, we have a second comedy show hosted by Ray Money. We're bringing in Gary Funk Funk Fields, and uh, Jason Allen King will be headlining that, and that's hosted by Ray Money. So um, for more information, go to the events tab. You can get tickets to our shows there. I want to thank you all for being here today. Thank Thank you. Thank you you. so much for doing this. I'm very excited about your show Saturday. Looking forward to it. Uh, Is there anything else you want to leave our audience with? Anybody? Y'all good? All right, we're good. eh? Peace and love, everybody. All right.